This is Antoinette, and you are listening. This is Shanti. This is Antoinette. And this is Jasmine Sullivan. And you <laughs> are We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because Because duality duality is a thing. thing. So, I have the wrong thing up. (laughs) So, uh, uh, as you heard, we have a very special (laughs) guest here today. We are here with your favorite singer's favorite singer, from Brandy to Fantasia to Kim Burrell to Stevie Wonder to the Queen Bee herself. This young woman is like no other, and to quote Beyonce, she is an alien. Y'all know who it is. It's Miss Jasmine Sullivan, a.k.a. Jazz. Yay! Yay! <laughs> insert, <laughs> insert clapping track. I'm Miss <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan uh, has worked with Missy, Frank Ocean, Salam Remy, Bryson Tyler, to name a few. She's written for Monica, Mary, Molly, Tamia, Kendrick Lamar, Uncle Snoop, yes. Wale, Jennifer Talk Hudson, yes. Christina Milian. She has been nominated for 11 Grammys. Three BET and NAACP awards, one Soul Train award, and in 2010 she won Billboard's Rising Star Award, and in 2011 she won ASCAP's Best R&B Song Award for for a we, song we don't know we don't remember <laughs> she don't even know. And I don't know. <laughs> I looked it up. I could not find it. We need to call Miss Pam. Um, with her albums Fearless, Love Me Back, and Reality Show, she has touched the hearts and minds of many and has served as a mouthpiece for women like us. So to many, she is Jasmine Sullivan, but to us, she is Jazz. And while we celebrate all of her success, we are done gassing her up. Uh, but for real, she's dope. And um, yeah. I didn't yes. even know you did have that shit, honestly, when I was doing this. Me I was like, oh. You ain't know? No. <laughs> well, there it is. Jasmine, would you like to say hello to the people? Hey, people. Hey, y'all. I'm the third uno- unofficial member of Around the Way Curls. <laughs> they have left me out because I wear a weave. I choose, I choose to wear a weave. And they discriminate against me. Nobody But I'm here. You are I'm so here. agitated and loud. Oh, I can't stand you. I really can't. All right. So, uh, to get started, some background. Uh, I've known Jazz since her Strawberry Mansion days, since high school, ninth grade, from us cutting school to hang out at the studio. And then back then she rocked the Afro punk, uh, Afro puff though, Afro punk, Afro puff, 
That's on your mind, Afro. <laughs> it was a big old Afro puff, and sometimes she wore it to the side to my dismay. <laughs> she pissed me off. She would purposely put it on. What and you Afro, what, what wore hair straight? Oh, did she want. come into school with straight yes, hair? Yes, she did. See, I didn't yes. come she didn't into eleventh grade. Pearl. She didn't know anything about anything, really. Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't come into eleventh grade, so I didn't know you started. You came in with ninth and ninth grade. Yeah, with I came hair. in with blonde straight hair. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, matter of fact, I was fucked up. I think. <laughs> I am the reason. Oh my god, <laughs> we not even about to do this one today. <laughs> You are not the reason oh, I want to. And I'm not going to take that. Oh, <laughs> you had never wear no hair wraps on your head. Never. <laughs> <laughs> you. I hate you. Okay. So, no, that's not the reason why. But anyway, uh, Jasmine and I, we used to share clothes. Mm-hmm. Um I would wear we a still zipper. Do. We still do. She just gifted me with some, uh, some zipper. There was an infamous zipper shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Zipper. I fucking love it. We zipper. love that zipper. I would wear it on Monday. She would wear it on Tuesday. We alternated yesterday. Did people notice? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we didn't care. We were anyway. Um, no, but uh, ever since I met Jazz, she has definitely marched to the beat of her own drum. Has been fearless. Oh, did you see what I did there? Get it? Clearly. No, really. So, uh, yeah, whatever she didn't want to do or didn't feel right, she didn't do. Um, So I think that it's, I think it's important for us to take some time to stroll down memory lane a little bit and uh, give you some insight on Miss Miss Sullivan on some of my, my favorite memories. You can think of your favorite memories. You know I can't remember anything. Well, that's fucked up. Because a lot of... I'm very... You got to remind me, and I'll go back. Okay. So, the first thing that... Well, I, I there's one word that all I have to say is prom. <laughs> what about some <laughs> What about proms? Prom. Shanti was finally in the group by then. Probably to her dismay, because she was so embarrassed by it. I was not embarrassed. We, we was a mess. We I were a um, hot ass mess. We went down the line. It was something wrong with everybody <laughs> until you got to Shanti. Shanti looked regular. She looked nice. <laughs> she saved us. We look crazy as shit. First of all, you didn't even. Jasmine waited because she has this thing about her where she's not going to settle. She did not have a date for prom. That's not true. I I had a person that I wanted to take, but my mom didn't like him. He just he wasn't a. Well. Oh, you wanted to take him? Yeah, of I course. did not know that. I couldn't take him, so I had to find somebody else. I'm just and who did you story. find? First Watch of all, where did he come from? from? Met him that on the street. He so, was cute though. Who? That's some club that used to let in like seventeen year olds. Bubbles or something with bubbles. Oh, one of no, 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 anyway, so I'm about. like determined. I'm like, shampoo. okay, I'm a pro- shampoo. Shampoo. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna find me a prom date here. <laughs> so I found this guy, and then I was like, hey, you know, would you like to go to my prom? And once he realized I was young like that, he was like, out of here. So then I was like, oh shit, all right, I got a ticket. What am I gonna do? So I was going to my eye house. <laughs> and we was parking, and I saw this guy walking past, and I was like, oh, he cute. So I got out the car and I was like, hi. Um, this is like three days before prom. I know you don't know me, but I was wondering if you wanted to go to my prom and it just so happened that he knew my cousin. 
in sodas. So he, you didn't even know that he knew your cousin? No, no I just he, thought he, 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 was, saw, he was cute. He, he was, was very he was handsome. Cute. She saw him he in the street. Very, how much older was he than everyone else? Because he was just staring at us. I remember him just being smiling and I just being like... To my, I was thinking, like, I can't believe that... First of all, he showed that much restraint because... Like any man at that time who would have been around a 17, 18 year old would have been trying to sleep he with him. Like that, he, that was it. How, he was chilling. How, old, how much older? He probably was like 23, 24. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. But man, I guess it was because of his relationship with my cousin. He wasn't going to like try to smash. But any other guy would have been like, especially what was happening in. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Two people left. That's a shame. No, we had a hotel room. I was was thinking about how did we even get into the hotel room? Like, how did Amanda? Amanda's parents. But what did we tell our parents? Because like, we dad didn't play that. And my mom. No, my dad. My dad knew. My dad did not think that any boys would be there. But my dad knew that we were gonna all hang out after prom. Right, but. They, Man, and my thing was, I kept saying, my dad, we're going to be all in the same room. Nothing's going to happen. Right. So for right. But, but people don't understand that after prom, all the girlfriends and their dates went to a, a hotel, hotel and stayed. I would never let my dad. <laughs> I was never either. That's what I was thinking. Like, why did they love it? I don't even know if mom, I probably just like, I'm spending the night over somebody's house. I probably didn't tell her. Probably not. But Antoinette tapped into her inner Beyonce. She had a long, full, don't luscious, <laughs> platinum blonde weave and a white is, curtailed is, tuxedo suit <laughs> and a miniskirt. What's the song? Never knew how much. I'm you should bad. know what that yeah, is. It's called Fever. It's a Fever. Yes. American songbook classic. Listen, but you got it from Beyonce. I okay? did. Okay, that's I Beyonce. did. Beyonce was my. I loved her so much, and, and I thought that was like, oh my god. She was a fucking like genie, a genie <laughs> from Aladdin. All I know is like it was a wave. sea of motherfucking blue. Oh, but but you, <laughs> but you weren't there because we went to go get our hair done together. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought your hair looked pretty. Oh, we can't say nothing about the hair, but. It didn't work out the way she wanted it to. She picked this curly hair, trying to be like me, but she picked this oh, curly red. I didn't. Hair. I did not pick that. Or did I? Yes, you did. You said, I'm going to have curls. And when she was done, she looked like she was getting no, ready for the drag I did, race. No, listen, I didn't pick that. Drag no, race okay. Like RuPaul's drag uh, race. Naima Johnson, who is my longtime hairstylist. God bless her. And she had just started around that time. So she decided to do the red. She's like, oh, I'm going to do this red quick weave on you. And I had never had a quick weave anything. And she had never done it. So this was our first time we were playing around. She was playing around. I know that. She was playing around. I let her do it. And that hairstyle was so so bad. bad. Your dad was like, "Mm." (laughs) I didn't know what to say. Hey, I don't remember. I thought you, oh, but you had to take it out. She, she took, took it out. out. Yes. She was upset. Oh, God, it was so then bad. she just had her natural hair it that she had straightened. It, it thought, thought but it was pretty. blonde. Oh, it was <laughs> a, the ugly orange blonde. Yeah, yeah it was that blonde that like mm-hmm. was insane. If you hear children in the background of <laughs> my godson and Shanti's daughter. I'm professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is as professional as <laughs> No, this is perfect. 
this is just a little sneak peek to what we have to deal with. So, yes, that was prom. Our prom experience was very interesting. Um, I have another. I would like, I'm going to save one for the for the end because that's my personal favorite. But there was a jazz and march to beat of her own drum, like I said. And if she didn't want to do something, she wasn't going to do it. And that included class. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a class, Miss Butani. Hmm. At a class. Science, I don't even remember what that class biology. was. No, we Did had already taken uh-huh. biology with her. It was like a it was like a, a extra class because she just had classes to burn. And it was like a an extra science that we that they had bestowed upon. Jazz. I think it was biology. I think it was, was No, biology. you had you couldn't have graduated without doing biology. I didn't do it. I just didn't do it. <laughs> Yes, Jasmine. Are they you couldn't have graduated they let me, they let me out that damn school. <laughs> they said, go, please, girl. Get out. So, okay, maybe it was biology. Jasmine had decided that she wasn't going. And so for like four months, I, I have to give you background. I was a very, like, good student. Mm-hmm. I took school very seriously. Mm-hmm. And my dear friend did not. <laughs> she was very clear that she was not going to college she was just like i'm not this is not my path like this can be your path but this is not my path i'm just trying to get the fuck out of here and i was freaking out because every every time that class came around she just refused to go to class she would be in the soundproof room Listen, practicing. i refused to go because you just know when something is not for you <laughs> so the first day i went I didn't know what that lady was saying. I didn't know what she was talking about. And I just knew I was going to fail. And I was like, I'm not about to sit up in here and fail this class. Yes. I'm not going to do it. Yes. So I left. I was like, I won't, I won't get it But she had nowhere else to go. No, and there was... Yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like freaking out, thinking, oh my gosh, she's not going to graduate. She's going to get in trouble. If she doesn't graduate, she's going to be out on the street. Then she's going to end up homeless. It was, like, I was just insane. That's, yes, that's, that's how I think. Get so I was thinking to myself, okay, I was in the vocal, what was it? A vocal, whatever. Um, no, Solfeggio was mandatory. I hate you. It was some vocal <laughs> class. It was like AP. There was only, it was like, advanced placement it was only for like the kids that were like dorks that wanted to learn about the history and all that it wasn't even about vocal ability so i was begging mr cormier the teacher to let jasmine into no class. before you begged him i was going into the class right. i was she, walking past she was and getting I was like, kicked out i was like it's in there let me go in there and, and he would, down. she would sit in the back and mr cormier would be like Jasmine, please leave. And he would not let her stay. And she, like, so often she would come in and just sit in the back of the classroom. And there was only, like, 12 of us. So, like, three months have passed, and she still has not. So she just doesn't have a certain period class. Finally, I went to the principal, Mr. Whaley, and I was like, Mr. Whaley, this is the situation. I made you go with me, right? I don't remember it. I went to, I'm pretty you, sure she was with this, me. The rest of it. <laughs> and I, I was beginning. I was begging her. I was like, listen, she's not going to go to Miss Mutai's class. Don't you want to see this young sister win? Like, she's on the path. You don't want this to hold her back. And he was just like, I'll talk to Mr. Cormier. Begrudgingly, Mr. Cormier let her in. And she graduated. Hallelujah. She ain't even come to graduation, but she graduated. Yes, I did. 
Thank you. So how did you that? <laughs> but that just goes to show you the kind of will that this girl has. And my last story that unfortunately Shanti wasn't there, but upon graduation, we took a girl's trip. Yes. And there was a point. What? Are you about to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> There was a point where Jasmine, she got the spirit in her. First of all, we rented some ATVs, some four-wheelers, because yeah. of the Philly in us. And Jasmine and our other girlfriend, Amanda, crashed both of theirs <laughs> and wound up mm. on the in- back of the instructors. <laughs> Fucking ATVs. Doing God knows what, if you know what I'm talking about. And then... I was being molested. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where That's I was. So- I was not going to tell that part. <laughs> Well, I told it. That Mexican man was taking advantage of me. <laughs> she was like, it was unwanted. She was like, y'all, I think he just fingered me. And we <laughs> were like, what? <laughs> Jazz, it was like that? <laughs> I don't remember. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> so that's, a, that's how she said it. I think he was just touching her. I don't remember. This is disgusting. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but he was very appropriate with me. He was very inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. <laughs> Or appropriate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and no, he was inappropriate with me. No, he was. So and but, he, y'all are young girls. That's, we were young, yes. Shanti's upset. We were all it, it was bad. It was not good, no. We shouldn't. But no, there was a point. So during this uh, ATV excursion, there was this body of water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I'm like, I know how to swim. Mama put me tell me how to swim. Amanda knows how to swim. Her parents had her in swimming lessons. Jasmine was too busy singing to learn how to swim. But she was so inspired by this water. It was beautiful. Everybody was, was in it. It was like the rainwater, like there this water did not reach any other body of water. It was just like a huge cove that just was like natural spring water. And this fool. So me, Amanda and I jumped off the cliff. We're like in there swimming, like, oh, Jasmine's great. This fool puts on. I didn't know she could swim. We did know she could swim. That's why we were just saying, oh, it's great. Not told her to bring her ass in there. She puts on a life jacket. <laughs> it was too small. <laughs> maybe have my size. Maybe the size of like her <laughs> panties. And starts to come down the rocks. Honestly, I can still see it. I climbed down the rocks. I went to get it so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching her do this. So I'm swimming over to her like, this is fucked up plan. So she gets in and the bitch cannot swim. And she, I think she's expecting the life jacket to hold her up. And it no, I was holding onto the rocks. I knew Didn't I could swim. fall in. Because a scorpion crashed oh <laughs> on the rocks, and I let go of the rocks, oh and then I started God. drowning. <laughs> well, I thought I was drowning. You I, were drowning. I might not have been drowning because of the no. Water. You were absolutely drowning because baby, I was so scared. Right, I was one or the other, and I chose this boy. <laughs> no way. I don't know what this is. You ain't taking me out, Scorpion. And I'm no, no, it's so funny as shit. So I'm swimming over to her like, oh my God. And she's freaking out. I just see her flailing and Amanda's like, oh shit. So I'm like swimming. I'm thinking like, 
of course, being me, like, oh my god, if she dies on this trip, what the fuck am I gonna say to this Pam? Like, oh my god, freaking out. Because she was drowning, like, she was going down. No, there was no lifeguard or anybody. Lifeguard? Well, fucking in Mexico. No, it was just some natural spring water. You got in at your risk. Like, that was it. So I'm swimming over to her. She's freaking out because she's got, like, her hand on my head, pushing me under... (laughs) And then I'm like, yo, it's a scorpion. And the scorpion was still <laughs> near her. It was like what her fucking shoulder. I was like, it's a fucking scorpion. So I'm trying to get her to go under to get off of her. She's freaking out. And then I just remember being like, being under the water. And I feel her on top of me going crazy and just thinking, you have to relax and get her to these fucking rocks. Just get to the rocks. And so finally I was like, trust me. And I'm swimming with her. And she was like about to cry. She was like, I'll never forget this. <laughs> she just kept saying, I'll never forget this. I will never forget this. Gratitude. Like, so upset. You and saved that her life you from did. the scorpion. Shit was she did. So, I was thankful. But, but afterwards, <laughs> that was so funny. It, in the moment, it was not funny. That shit was scary. That was the funniest fucking thing of that trip. Just seeing that her. was silly. In that water with that life jacket, Shanti, that life jacket. I wish you could have seen how small that life jacket was. I think was. I saw pictures of yeah, that life jacket. Yeah, we got a picture. On the ATVs, you guys all had these little mini, these little teeny uh, life jackets on. But yes. You got to figure out how to share those photos. I don't want those photos shared. So that... You look cute. That whole trip. Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. You had a tan. Like, you came back... We're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to clock my melanin. It was activated. It was good. Who did you say you, you liked? You said you liked somebody earlier. What? You said you liked somebody earlier. <laughs> okay. So, for the next portion. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> for the next Who the hell is it? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So... We would like to ask you a couple of questions. Now she's annoyed because <laughs> we're not I'm just sleep. talking. <laughs> so no, for real, Jasmine, you are a very um... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I can't even take this what shit seriously. <laughs> no, you're you're an artist. You've done a lot of shit. So in order to gowns, nice gowns, nice gowns. <laughs> god bless her um no really so i'm curious to know for all the other aspiring singers writers and all that uh how did you know you wanted to be an artist and how did you start um singing was always a part of my life like i really feel like i want to say i didn't have a choice but it was just always in my life, my mom sang, and um, early on, it was just something that I did and um, enjoyed. I sang in church, and um, from then, singing around like 12, I was like, I want to sing, I'm singing gospel, and I had an opportunity to actually have a gospel contract, but I always felt like I would want to be able to sing about more than just mm-hmm. God. I love God, but I knew that it was other things that I would want to touch on. Like busting the windows out of Like busting the windows. <laughs> exactly. That was another good memory. Yes, it was. <laughs> I want to tell people that. You um, are you even allowed to? Yeah, that's, that was child oh. 20 years ago. Oh. 
Oh shit, go ahead, girl. Bring that memory. Alright, so we'll talk we'll talk about Buster Windows. I remember real quick. that night. Buster Windows <laughs> happened. A lot of people don't know night. this story, but there was a bunch of mess going on <laughs> with an ex of mine. But it was also I, that crazy guy. I was with, with, with this that's too much to go into. The my point of this story is my girls were with me. It wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the, the only one that was there and that busted the windows out. And I actually wasn't even the first person to do it. <laughs> I was I was breaking down. I was breaking down in the car. That was horrible. After this trauma I had been through, and my girlfriends were like watching me break down. They were that was the first time I ever saw you cry. And they they knew I didn't cry often, so it was was they knew I was hurt. So they were watching me and they were getting upset. And they actually were the (laughs) ones who decided to bust the windows out of Dude's car. And they started doing it first. And I'm sitting there breaking down and like looking up and watching them destroy his car. And in my head, I'm like, shit, I can't just let them fuck the car up and I'll do shit. We were egging you on, which is terrible. I was like, you need to do it. I was like, I can't just not do it. I mean, I'm the one that he did something to. So I ended up doing it. That was the last No, we were trying to get the back out. window out and we couldn't get it out. And it was like at that point funny. Like I was hitting the I back got the back window out. One try. One try. That's, That's how, how mad I was. She was. Yes, I was mad. I was wow. like, oh. But yeah, a lot of people, it wasn't just me, and I wasn't the first person, but my girlfriends and their angry asses. <laughs> we was mad for our own stuff yes. too. <laughs> so we was like, you know what? I mean, Somebody got you like these niggas got to lose. Oh my! What in the movie script? (laughs) 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 Amanda Amanda had it that night. She was like, "Oh no, you got to lose." And then it wasn't. It wasn't even his car. That was wasn't his car. That's the other part. It wasn't his car. It was not his car. It wasn't. That was some so shit. He was borrowing his Imagine car. Imagine him having it? to take that fucking car back to the man. <laughs> <laughs> and remember the call in the morning? We slept outside of Shanti's house because we ain't know where to go. Yes. And then what's the I wasn't home though. Right. Y'all called me that night. I was like, nah, I ain't coming out. I, I, I don't, I can't. I have to work tomorrow. I'll never get that call into that. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. But that was before everything went down. Y'all was just kicking it or something. And I was no, like, we no, we was just hanging. Yeah. And I was just like, no, nah, I, I gotta, I gotta do. I and wasn't that, even that home. Dude was like, I got you for your gas money. Remember, you gave me five dollars. That was another part of the story. We can't get to <laughs> no, we yes, won't. It was yeah. a lot that happened that night. That was a crazy. Little How night. old were you? It doesn't even matter. Let's go. Let's we stick too, to. We, we were, were young and <laughs> seventeen. Exhale. Seventeen. Is seventeen young. and hurt. Yeah, seventeen and hurt. Y'all had to lose. Y'all had to lose that night. Niggas got to lose. lose <laughs> she took my club. I had a club for my fucking aluminum, and she it. took the club. It was like woo, and then I had the hammer in the car. Just I case. remember the hammer. The hammer was what I, <laughs> I was had. Just walking around with no. My mom made me put hammers in the car just in case I drive off a bridge by accident. Cause she was like, "You can't the water pressure, <laughs> the so water. you're gonna need if the water. You have to let, well, let the car fill up with the this water, is and then you is the way oh, she is. and then you hit the window <laughs> to get out, but you have to wait." Yo, let me get it. I'm my mom's a genius. Right in my car. Anyway, that was an aside. So, uh, when did you learn that you wanted to be an artist? And how did you? 
How did you so you were 12 start? years old and you decided you wanted to. <laughs> I was 12, to. Year old, 12 years old. I was given the opportunity to do a gospel album and I declined because I felt like one day I would want to be able to sing about more. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom was a writer. At that time, I don't know if I was writing yet. I don't even know. I guess it was in my head to start writing eventually, but I just knew that I wanted to say more. I didn't know necessarily that I was going to be the one to write it, mm-hmm. but I knew I wanted to talk about more. So then I just went hard. So what would you, what advice would you give to somebody that's starting out, a young singer, songwriter? My advice would be to hone your talent and like, just find yourself. How do you Um, do that? I mean, it first starts like just by yourself. You got to be alone. You got to figure out what you're good at, find your angle and just go from there. But like, make it a priority to um, be excellent in whatever it is that you are doing and are going to present. Mm. Did you think you had enough time being as though you started at 12 years old to find yourself? Cause you went ham. Like you was, you went, you were traveling. You were, you were in it. Um, did I have enough time? I think now by now I would say I did. Um, but I, I feel like I was moving so much. I had a lot of different opportunities and I feel like, the reason some of them didn't work is because I, I didn't know who I was at the time. And I, I didn't know how to portray or, or I didn't know who I was. So mm-hmm. I feel like th- that's why those opportunities didn't work for me until, you know, I got to a certain age and a certain comfortability within myself. Okay. So uh, what would you consider your big break to be? Um, My big break was probably right before Fearless. Um, a guy had reached out to my mom named Marcus Washington and he had gotten me an interview with a, the then A&R, Peter Edge. And I had went in for a meeting and I like sat with him. I don't quite remember the story because it was a while ago, but I went and <laughs> sat with him and um, let him hear some stuff and he listened to it and he was interested but um, I don't know, it was something that he was hesitant about. Um, and so Marcus went back actually and spoke to him again. And then I met with him again. I think by this time I had got, gotten a chance to sing for him. And he kind of gave me like a little time to like basically kind of prove myself. And I started writing. Um, I, think, I think I wrote Busted Windows in that time. Um, maybe In Love with Another Man. I wrote, I had wrote some of the, you did Bust Your Windows in Miami. I remember that. Yeah. It was right after that. I had wrote, I written Bust Your Windows right after that, like that night Uh after the incident. And I went to Miami. Like the next day. Yeah. Like the next day. So I'm, I I might be getting the timeline wrong, but, um, I had written some big songs that he had liked and, um, I think by by the time he started hearing some of my ideas, he was like, oh, she might have something. So around that time. Okay. I think everybody looking in, there's this idea that the industry is this big monster and it can eat you alive. And it's like dog eat dog. And there's a lot of pressure. And I just wonder if you have seen the darker side of the industry and knowing you, you seem to have kept your wits about you. Not that you have left, you know, 
are unscathed, but how do you, how would you describe the industry and how, how do you, do you think that you have to sacrifice something to make it big, big? And what do you do to protect yourself? I from- think it is dog eat, dog eat. Dog eat. What's the doggy dog? Doggy dog. Doggy dog. Doggy dog. Doggy dog. Snoop doggy dog. Doing good. But Doing I feel good. like because I started so early and because I had my mom as my manager, um, she protected me from a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff I didn't get to see because she was there like blocking no. all that shit. No. She was like, no, I see you. You're you shady. No, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this. And so a lot of things I kind of just didn't see early on. And now I, I feel like I'm in charge of my space and my energy and who's around me. And I'm I'm pretty good with, you know, just picking like sincere people and that kind of thing. That's crazy because my next question was, how is it to have a momager? And <laughs> she rolls her eyes. <laughs> Miss Pam is I didn't the, mean to roll my Ms. eyes. Miss Pam is the queen of all I things. Didn't, I didn't mean to, to me. roll my eyes. It's it's two parts to it. I mean, like I said, she protected me from a lot, and then um nobody's gonna have your back or have your best interest like your parent, no, like right. your mother. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to protect you like your mother will. So in that instance, I'm I'm so grateful for her because she just shielded me from a lot of bullshit. On the other hand, <laughs> because she's my mom, the, you the, about lines, listen. the lines get blurred sometimes with like business and personal. And sometimes it's hard to like make a business request or something to your mom and she not be like, bitch, I birthed you. Right. And I'm going to tell you what to do as a matter of fact. So it's, it's hard in that instance. But um, I mean, we get through it. You know, we have our little arguments or whatever and we just move on. Okay. So many people, a lot of people know you for your amazing voice. And <laughs> do you see my face? What? I'm dying. <laughs> Fuck. A lot of people know you for your incredible talent, that voice of yours. Yeah. Um, but I think that they don't, not everybody realizes that you're equally as sick, like with your pen and that you're a writer and um, that you've written a lot of the things that like we are singing Um and a lot of the songs that we love. So I'm curious to know what your process is like when you're writing and, and to know if you, what means more to you writing or singing? Mm. Please Um, sit up straight so you can be in front of the microphone. I'm pretty, I'm sure they can hear me, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to fuck her up. I I don't know how this audio is going to be. But uh, I'm stressed. I would say, to answer this, the last question, I would say writing for me is more important because I spent so much time like singing and that was the more natural thing for me to do. Like I just, I always had that gift of singing. For writing, I feel like I had to work at that and I still have to work at it. Mm-hmm. And um, so if I like get a song that I think is dope, then I'm proud of myself, you know, for knowing where I came from as far as a writer. Um, I'm just more proud. And when I bring and your hair, such my a mom great experience. My mom wrote that. What? What? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I'm calling her. I'm sorry, Miss Pam. I'm sorry. 
But yeah, I, I'm more proud of myself. Like if I if I write a dope song, is your writing always connected to emotions, like something that you go through, or can you just if someone says, "All right, you gotta write about," you know? Um, no, I think I write better when it is connected to my emotions and my feelings or experience like that. But I mean, I've written for other people, and my first time actually writing a song from talking to somebody was this last Mary J. Blige project, and she called me up and was just like running down. Her shit. And first of all, I was freaking out because I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to Mary. And she telling me her, her business on top of that. That was a moment for me because I grew up like, you know, listening to Mary and, and loving her like everybody. But to be on the phone and be like getting my girlfriend information, that was something. And But then I had to turn that information into um, songs and into music. And um, I actually didn't like what I came up with. I was like, I actually didn't, I didn't want her to hear it. I don't really? want to send it to her. She had the baby. She, she, was, like, she was like, she was like, Jasmine, I'm sure whatever it is, is dope. You need to send it. I was like, no, it's not, it's not good enough for you, Mary. Mm-hmm. And I just really want this to be a good <laughs> moment for you. And I don't want to mess it up. I was like tripping. She was like, yo, stop it. Send it. So I finally sent it in and she, she loved it. And we kept, you know, working together and doing different songs or whatever. But I like, to write from experience best. And I think my songs come out better, but I can't do it that way. Do you, cause you, you, you're, you're an interesting one. Do you like to write <laughs> with people? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to say no, I just haven't had the experience of doing it yet. Like I just haven't been in situations, not too many situations where I've written with people and um, that's something that I really, really want to do. But I'm a little nervous because I, I do. I'm a little bit of a hermit, so like I got. We're in my studio. Really, <laughs> you're a hermit. <laughs> we're in my studio now, and I just like being in a room with my own thoughts. A lot of it is just because I don't know. I might be a little insecure, and I need to like go through my own thoughts and get through. Go, I don't know. Through go through my mind like by myself and figure this shit out first before I let anybody hear it. So, so it's probably more like, I don't want people to hear it until it's right. <laughs> but I do want to be able to work with people because I feel like you just, you're better. If you, I mean, yeah. like two minds are better than one. But you work with people in other people's projects though, right? Um, From a writing ass or, or not, no? No, no not so year. much yet. But I want to do that because I do feel like you um, open yourself up just to more ideas, better ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's a goal. When me. you're working with Frank, what are you doing? When I'm working with Frank, we're just doing like musical stuff. It's not, uh, like, it's not lyrical stuff yet. I don't, I can't really... I don't understand half the shit Frank be talking about. What you mean? What do you mean? When he's, when he's writing, though, right? Yeah. He's yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not yeah. very literal. Yeah. So like, you got to yeah. tell me exactly what it is that you're saying. Like, and, and we can have a conversation yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. I no, appreciate that so much. Because so, not dead serious. I'd be like, I got to go online. Like, let me. Or no. a rap genius. Yes. I'd be like, oh, my God. This is what the fuck he talking about. But it touches me. The thing yes. about him is that it still touches you. Yes. Right? Whether you understand it fully or not it's something about it that it reaches you. it yes. still gets you it penetrates yes yeah. so yeah. he's he's like super talented but i don't even know if i would i i'll probably if i did something with him i would probably write it first and then send him something to have him put his thing on it interesting do you have a question shot or should i keep going you can keep going okay so 
Well, maybe I should ask this because okay, it's closer ahead. to around what we're talking uh-huh. about. So do you find yourself to be goal-oriented? Are you like, I want to set out to do this this year? Nope. Not so you just, you just, you just. That's not a good thing, though. No. You, that's what I'm asking. Do you wish well, that you could be? I, I wing it. I've been winging it. No. But you wish that you weren't that I way. Wish, no. I wish I was goal-oriented. I feel like. You know, you just get more things done when you have a plan and you say, I'm going to do it this way instead of just internet's like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're the total opposite. We're opposite in that way. Well, yeah. I think I'm a mix. I'm a oh, mix. Are you okay? I'm a mix. Yeah. <laughs> she would put herself in a hospital. <laughs> you need a good to do list, baby. And you I, gotta I check think it you out. do, yeah. So, where is it? Master that. You want me to get you one and put it right here? Chill. Thing a monthly one under, under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. So your albums: <clears throat> yeah. Fearless, Love Me Back, Reality Show. They're all very different albums, and I'm curious to know what do they reflect, and what do they mean to you? I mean, I don't barely remember. Yes, I'm going to punch you. I uh, guess it was how I was at the time. It's like you birthed a baby okay, and you fearless, don't remember. Fearless, obviously, from the title, I wanted to be fearless. Um, coming into the industry, you know, I was new and I kind of just wanted to show everybody that I'm here. I want to do my own thing, I don't want to be put in a certain box. This is who I am. Love me back. Well, first of all, I want to let people know that I'm not really the best person as far as coming up with the album title. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a collective effort. And I'm like the last person to give input as far as the album album titles. I'm not good with that. I don't even think about like, because I don't go into, this is the planet thing, because I don't go into the album. Like, this is what I want the album to be about. Oh, you don't. You no. don't. Not even with your albums. You're not like this is the. No, but I feel I like just they're like I just write and your last album. You did not have a theme. It was very thematic. No, no. But it probably went together because it was just the things that I was experiencing and listening, She's just crazy. watching like reality show. I was looking at a lot of reality shows, so I had a lot of like drama shit in my head. Like I was like that was just where I was at. Like because that's what I was looking at. That's what came out. So then you know after going through all the ideas and you like you hear it and you're like oh this is where your head is basically but I have not yet gone into an album like this is how I want it to sound this is I tried actually but it didn't work out that way so I was like fuck that I'm just do it how I normally do which is like make make songs that I like mm-hmm. and then piece them together yeah put it together so oh this is a question for all of us okay all of us um <clears throat> What song from Fearless, Love Me Back, and Reality Show, one, means the most to you? I gotta remember. Um, Fearless, Fear. The name of it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like, wait. I'm, uh, I'm scared. I think it was called Fear. Fear is something, something like that. You know what I'm scared of? I'm getting. But anyway, oh, that song, God, oh. I love that song because I don't listen to it. I don't like to it. It was like the end. Yeah, probably yeah. Was towards the end. 
Because it literally was everything that I was afraid of. It was like, and I, and I was like, damn, I'm, a, I'm afraid of a lot of shit. So it was like me realizing like, oh my gosh, I got to get this together because this is not a way to live. This is not a way to be. And it was ironic that I called my my album Fearless. But I did that because that's that's what I, I want to be fearless. Mm-hmm. In some ways I am, but not in all ways. In a lot of ways I am. I'm scared of a lot of things. And um, I, that's a part of myself that I'm, I don't like too much. So. What are you scared of? Um, I mean, it's like I said it all in the song. I'm, I was scared of putting the album out. I was scared of failing. That's the biggest thing I think for me. Are you still scared What's of that? failure? Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared of putting like everything into a project and it being dismissed or people being like, "That's not good enough." That's the scariest thing to me. Like Lauren's unplugged album. That was that was that was. I love that album, but that was like nobody received that well nobody yeah i love it i love it too it was um, amazing i think yeah i mean it's hard like because you you become vulnerable in that space and you know when people hear it they can be like this is whack like it's the best i had to give (laughs) (laughs) this is the best of me (laughs) and you take it to heart right it is you know what you do so Okay, so that's your pick. Are you doing oh, Love Me Back? I don't quite remember, to be honest. I, I was going through a lot. <laughs> I, I was in a badass relationship. I was too. I was Wait, like, I'm going to ask you about that. I was, so I, say it was that. A, it was, that was a bad time, so I don't remember a lot from Love Me Back as far as like... What was on it? What's coming up in my head? But, and if I'm not good enough. That's my shit. Yes. Oh, Good that's enough. It. That's what yes. it's called. <laughs> yes. I. Oh, my God. The Prince. The Prince influence on it. But that album for me is like a past album. It was just like, ugh, child. Just get it out and get it done. And Fearless. You did Fearless already. It's I mean, okay. not Fearless. Excuse me. I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> um, reality show uh-huh. for me. That changes, and probably because it's the the last thing that I did. But mascara to me, I don't know. I just feel like that that was my best writing on that album. Mm. So I like it, and as also I had like a flow on it that yeah. I feel like every once in a while you get in a groove on a song. Like you could put a you could make a good song, and you could make a song that people like. But every once in a while you get like a a good groove where it's just like everything comes together. Like every line is flowing into the next. Every melody is working. So I feel like I accomplished that on this one. Well, it was supposed to be one for all of the records, but I'm glad that you did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, <breach. laughs> and I took y'all to <laughs> Shanti. Uh, the question was, um, what song from based all of her I remember Love Me Back was when I was going, I was in the midst of a, of a terrible relationship in which I felt trapped and I had not yet realized how toxic Mm -hmm. it was. But I, I guess I realized now that all of those, uh, love, love back. And then what was the one you just named? Love Me Back. 
Love me back. I love back my love. I remember. Oh, that. <laughs> I re- that was like my feelings, though. Oh. But I was in the relationship. Mm. You think I Good love enough. you, but I don't. Good, Good enough. enough was Good like. Enough but I was in the relationship. I had not yet left the relationship. So to be in a relationship with someone, and those are the songs that like resonate. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the shower when it just came out. And. So th- those are the ones that touched me the most. Insecure that just came out. Yeah, that reflects like that relationship. Well, there um, was only supposed to be one. I'm sorry. But and you then, can keep going. <laughs> I did like. Five. And then Mona Lisa. I think Mona Lisa oh, is Mona just Lisa. like, just yeah. Since y'all bitches did more than one. First of all, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> We're going. You will be okay. We going. <laughs> <glass. Yeah, everyone. laughs> Go ahead, do yours. That's a shame because we do never, we can never talk to her and tell her that we like go something ahead, she do does. Yours. You need to hurry up. Sir. You need to go to counseling. She needs therapy. <laughs> this isn't healthy. We mentioned that we need therapy all the time, Jen. Yes, yeah, so we always say it. you do too. We can all go together. We No, mine is probably. Um, I really love Best of Me. I really love Best of Me. That's fun. I just, it's not, it's, well, it's kind of sad too. <laughs> Why can't I leave him alone, break these chains and trap me in and let, like, let him go? That is me. I be holding on to niggas, but I gotta let them go. I got to <laughs> let them go. Uh, um, but I also love Bust the Window just because I remember <laughs> that night and I remember when she called so excited, like, yo. Wait till y'all hear this. I remember me and Amanda were on three way and she played it for us while she was in the still in the booth and we were just like, Oh my god. And then when it came out and like the shit was playing in Philly and I knew that motherfucker that had to hear moment. it. That, that was, was a, so great. That was a moment of turning some shit into like Exactly. I felt so happy. Yeah. I always felt so good for you. Like, yo, everybody's blasting this shit. And he know what he did. That was a moment. And he got to listen to it. Yeah. That made me feel fabulous. <laughs> so, here we at. I think that this is uh, going to be a two-part because we're still here, Miss Sullivan, and she decided to talk a lot and we're not finished <laughs> with our questions. So right, not even used to me talking. Anymore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear from me for another right, time. <laughs> Two weeks. No, so we're, we're gonna take a break and we will be back next you heard week. Heard it here first. <laughs> Round of way curls, 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 curls. <laughs> Drop a bomb on flag, <laughs> No, we'll be back next <laughs> week with more <laughs> from Shanti and Antoinette and Jasmine Sullivan. I can't. <laughs> She's so hype. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.edu.
www.georgetown.edu slash podcast. No. All right. So we are here in this two-part uh, what uh, episode with uh, Jasmine. And we left off talking about our favorite songs from Fearless and Reality Show and what's the other one? Love Me, Love me Back. And uh, you says you mentioned something about uh, "Love Me Back." You had said that you was in a relation, a bad relationship, and I'm just curious to know <laughs> what happened, girl. Where did you go? We looked on Twitter, and you was gone. You? Yes, said, I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> yeah. I said to myself, if it ever wasn't fun, I wasn't gonna do it anymore. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> I said, bitch. Let me tell you. Okay, I was in a relationship with a guy. Mm. The relationship had gotten toxic. It had gotten abusive physically, mentally. Um, and while trying to be in that relationship, I was trying to continue with my career. And the relationship just got the best of me. And I was just like, I didn't have anything left to give. I didn't have left anything left to offer. And it wasn't fun anymore for me to... Um, you know, sing and do all of that stuff and pretend like I was in this happy place. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. I was like not being able to live in my truth and be honest about what was going on in my life, which was, I was in some shit. Right. And it just had gotten too much for me. So I was just like, instead of, and I'm going to blame this on the fact that I was young and dumb, instead of getting rid of the, the problem, I <laughs> got rid of the thing that makes me the most happy which is being able to you know sing and connect with my fans and and work and create and all of that kind of stuff so um i was just confused i just made i made the wrong <laughs> decision at the time uh, it wasn't wrong though because i did i had to sort through some things i had to get some things together in my life and like figure out why i was holding on so much to this right. relationship and like why was i doing it and so it took me I don't remember how long it took me, but I, I did eventually um, get out of a relationship and um, and spent a lot of time in prayer and just with God and, you know, him healing me, um, which I'm still doing. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but it was, that was a lot. Times. So, um, Many of your songs are about relationships, both healthy and unhealthy. Um, and uh, some of the common denominators are like, of them are like people that are toxic, fucked up, crazy, basic, corny, whack. Uh, and they lack <laughs> self-love and self-worth. That's you know? a song, <laughs> <laughs> so Basic, I, corny, toxic, whack. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying for real, like that is that seems to be such a common denominator in so many things. Even when Shanti and I were asking people, like, what what episodes do y'all want? They always want to talk about dating and toxic relationships and men and even friendships. And I'm curious to know what advice would you give us or you know offer folks when it comes to healthy loving. Um, I mean, I say this during my show, but you have to be healthy, like for yourself first. So 
I think most of the time when we get into relationships, we base it off of how much we can do for the other person or like we, mm-hmm. that means that we have a good relationship, how much we're willing to do or give to that other person. But I mean, you're, you're healthiest when you're taking care of yourself in every way. So that was one thing that I had to learn. And it wasn't about what, you know, I was doing for him. It was about what I was doing for myself and what I wasn't doing for myself. So take care of yourself. That's the first thing you can't, you can't be in a healthy relationship if you are neglecting you. You just can't. You can't do it. What's your life like when you're at your healthiest? What are your practices? When I'm at my healthiest, I am eating well. I'm I'm in church. If I'm not in church, I'm like still in tune with God and like making sure I'm reading my Bible and praying. Um, those are the two things that the, the two things that matter the most to me. Interesting. So I have to say, you know, I'm like halfway there right now. <laughs> you heard me? Half doing that Interesting. Right <laughs> Interesting. When I so just I... downstairs, I got some chicken fingers. <laughs> I was like, hmm. What I just said is the first time so... I had lettuce in like three months. <laughs> Interesting. So, no. Um, so, uh, you know, Around the Way Curls is a platform where we emphasize the importance of sisterhood and community. And so my question to you is what significance does sisterhood play in your life? And is there any advice that you can offer when it comes to maintaining strong sister circles and squads and relationships? Your husband is team, no new friends. What are you talking about? You guys, in general, jazz, you don't have any... The importance of sisterhood, obviously... What is the importance of it? I mean, for me, it keeps me, like, stable. Like, I was just... My girlfriend, my other girlfriend was here the other day. Oh, you have another friend. Who's Amanda. That? Oh, that's not... <laughs> she is so Amanda was here the other day, and... Um, me and my boyfriend were having an argument and she came in like during the middle of it. And as soon as Amanda spoke, it was something that just calmed me. <laughs> I was like, I just became calm. I was just like her. And it was something about her energy that Amanda has a way about her. Amanda has a way about her. I just felt like she understood me. She wasn't judging me. She was trying to listen. She, she was trying to fix it. And, um, it was just something special about her. And I feel that way about my my girlfriends. Like, when I come around you guys, and y'all know I don't say much when I'm around, but I'm always listening. I'm always, and I'm always just... I'm always paying attention. I'm paying attention, and I'm just soaking it in. And it's, it's more so that sometimes I won't, I, I actually won't, I will stop listening sometimes, <laughs> but it's more so of the feeling of feeling like, I don't know, it just feels like I'm home. Like, it feels safe. Mm-hmm. So... I feel safety with my with my girlfriend. How do you keep your relationship strong? That's something for you to really think about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to say, I, I I was thinking about this. You don't have to answer because you probably don't. You probably don't. Do <laughs> you just there. You just offer your homes. I can't. This bitch. <laughs> we all aren't the best at like you are the best with keeping in touch, but but. 
But no, we aren't the best with like keeping in touch. We do. We have. But our when group we get chat. together, it it it's, just it it's falls good. right yeah, yeah. No, I have to say something to you that I don't think I because we had our our breakup. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz and I broke up for like, what, a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, was it that long? And Amanda. You I don't know how Amanda got mixed up into that, because it was really just me and you at first. I don't know how Amanda. No, she Amanda ju- you, she, did you talk to Kayla? No, you Kayla stopped was, talking no, no, no. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Kayla, Kayla, me and Kayla. Were cool. Kayla was still in the mix. But so we. Did y'all talk to Kayla? No. I talked to Miss Pam every day. That's who I talk to every day. I talk and to her. And she didn't talk to me. <laughs> she was too upset. But no, so during this time when you were going through your, you know, your trials and tribulations, we did not agree on a lot of things. And yeah. I have to I say. I my mom got the same exact color. Did you see her nails? <laughs> did do we? Like, I am saying That makes me so happy. <laughs> Wait, let me finish. So we went through it and it was really Beyonce that brought us back together do you remember that Mm -mm. it was when beyonce announced that she was pregnant with blue and i remember oh yes it was no we were cool we were not but it wasn't like we was not talking that was a lot blue just got here she was like eight years old eight years old you are crazy like seven seven years old didn't just get here roomy and them just got here roomy and sir blue's eight Okay. Wait, she so tell was, me what happened. So she was pregnant. And so I remember posting on, I either posted it on Facebook or I think I might have sent it to, no, I sent her a message. I had not spoken to her. And y'all break up was dramatic. It was horrible. It was, it was horrible. And I sent her a message and said, It was six. All right, six years ago. So I sent her a message and said, You know, Beyonce's pregnant and you're probably the only, the, there's nobody in this world that I would want I to talk like to. I feel like we talked before that because we tried to. We went back and forth, and it no, we tried to. No. We tried to fix. I it. remember when I came back because I had went directly to Amanda's house. Yes, and, and the baby Everybody was like, was there. He was. That was no. Was that like, was that was after Blue. I don't think I pr- so. it was. It, yes, it I don't was. think so. He's older than Blue. He was. We like, didn't fall out after you came back like from Amanda's one. house. No, you remembered it wrong. He was like one. You came directly back. He should and everybody was there at Amanda's house. When I came back to Philly, to Philly, I happened to LA, be in I town. I went right to Amanda's house and I stayed. Now, now as far we weren't close, but we were, we were, you know, we were trying, we were working, working on it. it. Yeah. So maybe by the time Blue came, well, I just remember reaching out to you about Beyonce's pregnancy Why are you to be and Beyonce? being like, <laughs> "No, I'm serious," and being like, "This is the you're the one person I there's nobody in this world I want to talk to more about this," and you being like, "Oh my God, I know." Yes. And us being like, "Okay, we're gonna we love Beyonce. We for, we loved Beyonce together because we went to her show. Mm-hmm. Well, you took me there. That was very nice. God bless." But I have to say, it really, no, that time, that time alone from you, because there were things like I was very upset and I felt very hurt because I kept thinking like, I have done so much. I've had her back. I still have her back. But there are a lot of things that I was doing wrong. Like I did not have appropriate boundaries, even within my friendship with her. And oh, so, a lot of your friends at that time, there was a lot of, all, of boundaries. That- first of all, it was all I've loved. <laughs> 
It was. Out it of was love. out of love. Of it was everything. Well, was it no, was out was, of love. No as a matter of fact, you that it wasn't. Talk, yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody that has had a relationship with internet would say that anything about the way you love them, except no. for positive things. As but it didn't fact, make you it right to be a better friend because of the friend that you were. Oh, thank you. And you have to because I, I posted this the other day, and I I had to really like that time away from you. It it made me so sad because I was so, I just felt so alone and I was going through my shenanigans which was insane but I would just remember thinking like oh my god you can have the best intentions and still really hurt somebody and I knew that I had really hurt you because you felt judged you felt kind of I guess like I was just trying to dictate things to you and tell you I don't know I don't know exactly but I knew that I had overstepped even though I just wanted to see you safe. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I think that you have taught me a lot was like, there was this post on Instagram that said, be the woman that fixes another woman's crown without having to tell the world it was crooked. And I feel like you are that person. Like you'll help somebody out and you'll, no one will ever know about it. And for me, I guess for my own insecurity and my own like feelings of being inferior, I would have to tell everybody what I did, especially then. And that was fucked up. And so that time, I guess I, what I'm searching for in the question was like, how with, even with going through all of that, like how, what advice would you give to women to maintain these kind of friendships, even when they go up and down and when there's problems and when, you know, when there's disagreements, especially when men are involved, especially when your girlfriend hates your man and wants you to leave it. Like I when all that communication, I think now that's been my struggle for since today. <laughs> <laughs> since right now you're old. <laughs> I think had I had I given us the opportunity to actually sit down and have a conversation and not be scared of what I was gonna hear or what had to be said that we could have gotten through it if we just talked about it, but I didn't do it that way. I was, I was like, I was too uncomfortable. I was like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to have the, have these feelings and emotions. And, and I didn't, I, I was a punk. I didn't want to do that. And you were never like that. You would have, you would have a conversation, <laughs> but I wasn't. And I opted out. And because of that, a whole year and a half went by. I mean, I did tell you, I, t I wrote you how I felt, but it's not the same as having a conversation and somebody saying, this is not what that is. This is what it is. And, you know, just getting it settled right then. But I feel like if you communicate, you have to trust, first of all, oh, the person. Trust. And then communicate with them and you can get, you know, things figured out. So I wish that I had done that, but I wasn't ready and I didn't know. I didn't know how to do that at the time. You think you have those skills now more? More, yeah. Not completely. I mean, I still would rather opt out of talking. <laughs> and I still do it, actually. Like, with management and stuff, I like... I'd rather not talk, to be honest. But I know that that's a key to success or failure. Mm. And um, that's something that I still have oh, to Oh, you just learn. preached. That's a key to success or failure. That was good. Okay. <laughs> I hate your gut. So with that said, you know, since now that you love me so much, mm -hmm. 
Why haven't you been able to successfully hook me up with anyone? <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Because we've been waiting. I don't go out. No, no, no. no. You have brought people to my doorstep. <laughs> and they ain't been right. Who? Girl. Are you talking about like those people? <laughs> <laughs> She okay. has brought me. I haven't been McGee. the best matchmaker when it comes to internet and uh, what she deserves. I kind of like she brought me a man that deserves took out money like, on my head. I was just like giving her or introducing her to people like you know that Anybody. for the moment. <laughs> yeah, this is who I was around. Whoever I was talking to. Oh well. So thanks. I haven't really even <laughs> tried to really. You need do to try. Yet, I you don't, need to try harder. Well, I mean, I don't. Go, I don't go a lot of places, so I don't know anybody. I really don't. I don't know a lot of men. I mean, I know men, but now I wouldn't introduce you to the guys I know. <laughs> you you can, y'all can take that how y'all want. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't introduce you y'all. Need to surround <laughs> straight up the mic. Better people, baby. <laughs> oh my God! Jasmine brought me the last person she brought me. We had a conversation, and he got so upset. What were we playing? We were we were playing like a card game. Oh my gosh, that guy was a mess. But let's not. She she brought me. <laughs> don't <a> cockeyed <laughs> fucking. Don't act like your eye don't. Get I don't know. I That's why you. If we had a baby child, <laughs> them eyes. I was bringing you. <laughs> The reflection she of yourself. She brought me this man. Oh my gosh, it was a monster. <laughs> he was not. Also, oh, she couldn't be with this. This her guy was so cute. He had muscles, everything. He was not cute. Wait, what was this? That was um, what's his name? The big muscle guy. No, it wasn't. That was him. It was not, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was him. No, you just um, you just merged two people. I think that was him. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Well, what did this? I'm not going to say his name. But I know <laughs> anyway, your guy was nice looking. Whatever, whoever he was, he was nice looking. He had hella And his friend. <laughs> oh. His friend was, was a monster. His friend was very nice. And he was tall. So I thought it was. That was wrong. Anyway, he ain't throwing no money on top of your head. That was wrong. A man took money out of his pocket and threw it on top of my and head. And nobody said anything? No. Uh, Dave got him. Dave was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> He just got really insecure out of nowhere. I was like, you think you're better than me? I was, like, money at your head. I was like, I was like, we're just playing spades. What's wrong? That was weird. Now that was that fucking tea. Um, that was that drink. Taylor's port. Don't drink that. Taylor's port. That He was <laughs> mad because I was like, who the fuck drinks Taylor's port? Who drinks that? That's what, what happened. Doing? So that might and then he happened. was like, oh, you think you're better than me? And I was like, wait, I was just commenting. I was just Taylor's port. <laughs> All right. I think this is a question. Where we at? We're not done. We done. Shit was like three hours. I long. know. First of all, no, we're not. It was one more. No, because this is the second one. There's one more. Oh, this is the one lesson you wanted. The last. This is the last one. Uh, this is the takeaway. The lesson. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Learn lesson. What, what are you learning? Learning? What is this? Not Learn. making the same mistake. Learn. <laughs> <laughs> Who is <says> that? <laughs> You're gonna go last. You're gonna reel us in. I hate her. 
I think we should all, since we went down this trip down memory lane, mm-hmm. I think we should all give talk about a lesson to our younger selves. <laughs> Jante, oh don't do it. Okay, <laughs> I was just thinking of how fucking hype I was, like as a kid, just and what's the word? Desperate. I was. <laughs> so desperate it's irritating it was just like you i was always thinking of guys and just like we all were we were all corny it's so irritating to me like we were all when i have a child when i have a daughter i just i want her to be so secure in herself and just be like that's impossible even the fact even the fact that i was like i had to find a date for the prom like i had to so much that i was willing to go up to any man off the fucking street And ask him to go to prom with he me. He was nice. And he, he was, was nice, but it was like, it was a desperate way of thinking. It was an insecure way of feeling like. You should have focused need... on your hair and dress and not. Yes. That, <laughs> that was fucked up. I, and, and, like being like, oh, I don't need anybody to validate me. I'm fine all by myself. I can yes. go to this yes. prom and yes. be myself and yes. everything be cool. And instead I was looking on the street looking for a man. And I hate that. So when I have a daughter, I want her to be like secure in herself know she is and be comfortable with herself i'm gonna try my darnest to, to help her do that what if you have a son what you gonna teach him to help that he gonna be a mess psych <laughs> <laughs> i'm playing <laughs> i'm playing um oh, my good. son No, specifically, I'm just gonna try to make him not an asshole. That that is a great plan. <laughs> like, don't do that. Don't be an asshole. And it'll that I mean the the man that I have my baby with will help with that as well. I mean, I think I have a Davy. He's a good man. If, if we do have kids, I think he's a good example. I love him very much. Shiny. What lesson would I teach you? Give <laughs> yourself. You my younger self. Yeah, Your younger self. Sorry. Um. <sighs> I think, and what I try to instill in JoJo is having a sense of discernment and listening to it. I think that I had many red flags that I ignored. I had initial responses to situations, people, experiences that weren't good for me, but I was like, I'm not listening to that inner voice. And I had to learn the hard way. So if I could somehow teach her to recognize it and to trust that voice and to follow it, her intuition, then that'd be wonderful. And to all you little girls out there, you have a screaming voice that says, don't do it. Reconsider. 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 Don't go that way. Don't hang out with that friend. Even something so simple as like, don't go in the car at this time. You got to listen to it. Well, you did that. Good job. I was like, nah, I, I can't. I got I to gotta go to work tomorrow. I'm 14 years old. I got to double shift tomorrow. I got double shift. I can't do it. Uh, for me, I, I agree with everything that y'all said. But I will also tell myself, like, one, you do not have to be perfect. I was really trying to be as perfect as I could be. And it backfired every fucking time. And two, like I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, yo, you, I just would tear myself up with, in terms of how I looked and I was fine. 
it wasn't nothing wrong with me, and I just could I could not see that for nothing. And so I would just be like, just chill the fuck out. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You're worthy. And just put one foot in front of the other, and shit's gonna be fucked up. And you just gotta roll with it, and you know, and understand that there's something higher pushing you, like. It's not all you. I really like had an ego about me where it was like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But like, you know. God. Yeah, just have more faith. <laughs> and know that all things are possible for <laughs> the good Lord. <laughs> I cannot it's say It's nice to be her Bible right, no. <laughs> I know that we said that was the last question, but you have to do the, the, the rapid fire questions. Oh. All right, but you can't look at them. You need to... And Jazz, you can't, I can't ex- see. Right you here. can't explain why no, you're you just saying answer. this. You just answer it and you move on to the next one. No explanation. They must be answered either or. Okay. Let's go. All right. Malcolm or Martin? Martin. Generational wealth or happiness? Familial happiness. What's familiar? Family. Family. Oh. Like you, you pass money... You pass money down to your family, and they you have wealth in your family, right. or you guys are in the moment happy. happy. You may be broke. You may you're not striving. To Which one's happy. more important? You having wealth, or oh, you being shit. happy? That's kind of hard. Right you there. just have to answer just it. Answer it. You got Let's one go. shot and one shot only. Generational wealth. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Jay or Nas? Jay. Mac or Sephora? Sephora. In the light or in the dark? The dark. Prince or Michael? Oh, come on now. Come on! You have to answer. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is some shit. Prince. Sweet or savory? Savory. Marriage or long-term commitment? Marriage. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Jazz, you on now. Jazz, you know all about it now. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Family or career? Family. Evolution or creationism? The fuck? Never mind. <laughs> Cardi or Nikki? <laughs> no, don't no, do you that. can't do that. No. Missionary or doggy style? Doggy style. Uh, protection or pull out in prayer? <laughs> Jazz, you can't answer that. Don't let me answer that. Don't let her answer that. No. No. Come on. Come on. No. 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 Let's start the prayer now. (laughs) Love Jones or Jason's lyric? Um. Let me just say (laughs) that I didn't really watch a lot of the black movies growing up. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. So you have never seen Love Jones or Jason's. I have, but I didn't like. I don't have that love. This tells us lines. This tells us more than we would ever need to know in this. I don't know. I don't know it like that. Sir Rumi. These two biracial girls. Sir Rumi. Who? Sir (laughs) Rumi. That is so stupid. I haven't seen either. Oh, I know this one. Make your man a plate or get his own food. (laughs) Jasmine. Oh! A plate, but we Jazz, just had. Knows, we just had a Fourth of July where I was drunk and I was and my man was on the grill and I was oh, drunk. Jay. 
all day. But I was drunk, so I wasn't. Even, I wasn't thinking about anything. Exactly. So, but you, Not even but nobody. <laughs> you had a plate though. They made it worse. Did too. you eat? No, I didn't at all. They but. made it worse. They was like, she ain't get you no plate. That's fat. That was shot. <laughs> All right, come on. Nine eleven inside job or terrorist attack? Inside job. Biggie or Pac? Killmonger or Black Panther? Black Panther. Money and dicks or love and light? I say love and light because you can get money and dicks if you have your shit together. And there you have it, folks. I didn't ask you the hard ones. There was like a Beyonce versus Rihanna, but don't. That's we too, can't do things that like that. We can't do things like that because she's a monster. Is it fair? <laughs> she's a monster. <laughs> All right. We want to thank you for joining Jessica, us. Jessica, did you enjoy this? Is this do you outro? have a question for an hour outro? Do oh, do you want to do an outro with us? I'm a, um, the I want you official third member of. <laughs> they can't even hear you because you all the way over there. They do hear me. Sing us the song, Jess. Oh yeah, take us out. Sing around, around, around. Yeah. around Make us a jam, girl. girl. Girls and girls, <laughs> and I do it. We run the world, around the way, girl. <laughs> Girls and girls, <laughs> we run the world. Yeah, yo, that's our official <laughs> outro forever. <laughs> that's the fucking worst. All right, that was great. We out. You have just heard an around the way curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out. I'm feeling exposed. But I can't hide no more. I can't hide. As the sun shines on all of my glory, my flaws don't look so bad at all. What was I so afraid of? Every part of me is a vision of a portrait of Mona, Mona Lisa. Every part of me is beautiful, and I finally see I'm a work of art, a masterpiece.